We Bombastic View, Season 5, Episode 11, total episode 60-something or other, maybe. Two. Not really entirely sure. I forget every week. Doesn't matter. I'm Daniel, the host of the day, um, sponsored by uh, Sponsor. Uh, who else we got? Brent. I'm the hostier host, Lindsay. I'm the hostess cupcake because I'm such a snack. Brent. Intriguing. Yeah. I prefer Lil Debbie, but nice try. Hmm. I don't even know Me. if they're considered competitors or not, but... We, we don't want to start a hostess oh. versus Lil Debbie debate Yeah, here they've today. got some okay. serious beef little, there. Lil Debbie can throw hands, so don't even, don't even start with that. I, no, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you, Lindsay. Like, Lil Debbie is, like, far superior, right, <laughs> in almost every category. But, you know, we don't got to get into it unless Brent's trying to, you know. But. Well, so if we're being honest here, Twinkie, Twinkie's part of Hostess, right? Okay, Twinkie's yes. well overrated. Yeah, but there were, but like Twinkie's owned the internet in like 2000 and. Uh, in the past, they owned something. Well, like, something. when they when like discontinued Twinkies for like a couple years and then brought it back, but yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. was freaking out yeah. about getting Twinkies. It was like a uh-huh. second, and yeah. Yeah, the, the, you guys know about Tulip Mania? No. Oh, man. I, I consider this was going to be a, a qualgorithm at one point, but basically it was like during the, the 16th or 17th century for whatever reason, like in the, the tulips became a very, very popular thing to trade. And it was one of considered one of the first speculative bubbles and in uh, like the market. And you, there were recorded instances of like a single tulip bulb bulb being sold for like 11 acres of land and there was um an instance of it being the the equivalent value of it listed off it was like literally a ton like a metric ton of uh like meat and a thousand pounds of cheese and like all these other things that equaled uh 2500 solores which uh roughly 60 to 100 was the equivalent to a yearly salary of an artisan at the time um of salaries is crazy tulips going for crazy amounts of money but then people are like nah these tulips are dumb and then the the market crashed and you couldn't give away your tulips Wow. Imagine like it's like Twinkies. Like... <laughs> it was, there was the Twinkie bubble because uh, the, the, yeah that's the connection because Twinkies um like there was a time where I remember you could you could look online and it's like yep this box of Twinkies six hundred thousand million bajillion dollars. Yeah, I do remember seeing that listed price on eBay. Uh, <laughs> I thought that might happen with uh, Choco Tacos because they're getting discontinued. Um, I, and I, I never had that one. is <laughs> now Daniel has. I'm like sorry, a I don't run Choco so, Tacos. Yeah, I've, 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 I've spent room. my entire life savings on Choco Tacos. I have them all in the freezer and. No, um, I don't, I don't seem to recall the scene in Ghostbusters when they trapped all the ghosts in a metaphorical Chaco Taco. Uh, it was in Ghostbusters two and a half, or mm. the scene you didn't see that one in Zombieland where everyone was raving about the Chaco Tacos. Or Woody Harrelson just had Woody to get his hands on a Chaco Taco. Yeah. <laughs> Every like I don't particularly care for your Twinkies, but if I see Zombieland, it's like, gosh darn it, I gotta get myself a Twinkie. And not a snowball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Destroy all the snowballs you see. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, tw- so, okay. 
uh, Chaco Tacos. I, I thought it was going to happen because it discontinued. Everyone was freaking out that they were getting discontinued. Like, oh, I used to love this as a kid. And I never had one. And I was just somewhere. I was, yeah. Somewhere that had, like, one of those uh, ice cream freezers where you just, you know, pick out your ice cream and then take it out to the counter to pay for it. Like, at a gas station. Um, and I saw a Chaco Taco. I was like, you know, I could, like, buy a bunch of these and, like, see if the price goes up. But, like, I just want to try one because I've never had it. And it's getting discontinued. So I did. And... I didn't know what to expect, and it was basically a drumstick. It was a drumstick in the shape of a taco. Wait, okay, so I really, like, is it ice cream? Yeah, it's ice cream. Okay. So it's like a drumstick ice cream cone, but it's in the shape of a taco. And the ice cream was, like, maybe a little better. It was by, they're made by Klondike. Same people do Klondike bars. Um, But, like... The taco shell, which is, like, the waffle material, was, like, soggy and overall worse anyways. And I was just, like, I understand why this continued. Because drumsticks are just, like, better. (laughs) Yeah. By a lot. Yeah, well, it didn't help that when they first released it, they used an actual tortilla, like a corn tortilla. Mm -hmm. And so Mm. that, and that just, everyone knows that doesn't hold ice cream well whatsoever. And it it becomes really brittle when you freeze it. It's what they got popular off of. It's kind of like uh, Coke, you know, their OG recipe, you know, America went crazy for it. And then Pepsi started catching up and they freaked out, made new Coke throughout the old recipe. Everyone hated that and then rioted and then Coke backtracked with a secretly, they, they like slightly altered the original recipe, but people like just um, placebo themselves into thinking, ah, yeah, this is the taste I remember. And then people they started who adding like cocaine again. Yes. Yeah. Um, I when people like, when I hear that like certain things get discontinued, I almost don't believe it just because I've heard of like I can't think of a specific one, but I've heard like a fake um, discontinued articles and stuff. It's just like I don't believe it until like I no longer see them at this point. But if you could get some monetary value out of stockpiling while you can maybe it's worth believing some of the uh news of things being discontinued yeah i'm trying to think of like other notable food items that got discontinued like there was chicken fries at burger king i I remember those weren't around for a little bit and that was sad um i forget that burger king exists for real yeah i i I don't think i've been to burger king in years and the the only only time time i the only time I ever go is I get chicken fries because they did bring them back eventually. So. The only time I think about Burger King is when like I'm stuck in an airport and it just so happens to be the only thing open. And I remember. So. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. I was going to say, I remember the last time I went to Burger King was when I was working at Toys R Us. And the, before then, the last time I had been to Burger King was for like a birthday lunch when i was like in third grade and i was like i'm gonna go buy burger king i haven't been there in forever and then i went and i was like man i remember why i haven't been to burger king in forever didn't we share some burger king on the uh at the airport waiting to leave from uh vegas when we traveled whenever that was at the airport at the airport because you told me that uh you didn't want anything and i figured you didn't want to spend money so well christian and i went to burger king i was like when we got back i was like here you can have some of my food and i thought you ate some but you could have 
Okay, well, even if I did, I wouldn't technically count it then because I didn't, of my own volition, go to Burger King. Yes, I, I, I will accept that, but however. Possibly, made, I do not know. You, part of your story was that you rem- you reminded yourself from the other stories that you don't like Burger King because of this. So I was just bring it up another time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. I feel like when I go to airports, I always go for like... Um, I don't even know what the restaurants. Are. It's like a TGI like a fast Fridays? food Chinese place TGI type of Fridays. deal. D- TGI Fridays. I don't know, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> TGI Fridays. Um, yeah, the airport TGI Fridays. That's what I usually swing for. I I so on my most recent like flying back from vacation, I we had like a two and a half hour layover or something, and that was like. Uh, so like you, two and a half hours before the next flight and I went to TGI Fridays and I had honestly I'd never been in a sit down restaurant at the airport and it was so nice to just have a sit down not like sitting at the terminal just be sitting in a restaurant at the airport yeah what, highly like the food very very uh overpriced compared to normal TGI Fridays but honestly worth it just to not be sitting at a terminal yeah yeah it's definitely like even sitting in a terminal with food it's like infinitely better than just sitting in the terminal i don't know Mm. maybe it's just me i really don't mind it but i also think that i can zone out pretty easily so on command so yeah like i have plenty of modes of entertainment like i can get myself through a layover but like um so when I went to California a few months ago, um, I had planned it so I'd have like an hour layover on my connections both ways, you know, so that if there were any delays, I would probably still make it. And, you know, just general trying to plan ahead a little bit. But I booked my flight several months ahead and the schedule changed such that on the way there, my flight changed from like an afternoon flight to a morning flight. And so I ended up having, like, a four-hour layover in Salt Lake City. <laughs> I was just sitting there in the terminal. Like, I had already, you know, exhausted eating. And I, like, walked up and down the entire airport a few times. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, like, waiting for something to happen. I'm... What's the longest layover you guys have ever had? I've only experienced mm. one layover. And I was pretty much running only to my, one. I was I, running to my other gate, like so. I, I cannot really exp- uh, share your pain. I'm about to say this is a Qualgrithum episode. What do you guys think? <laughs> we we, we we're, 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 can't because, like, I literally have three things I've thought of already. Oh sure, right, um, it's a Qualgrithum episode now, baby. Let's go. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, so the so you you've only bit ever had one layover how many like flights have you been on because i i talked to some people that's like yeah i've been on an airplane three times uh no like is def- it a countable number that you can be like if you sat down and really think about it it's like oh like eight yeah it's i believe it's double digits at least uh but i yes i'd be countable i'm sure i could probably figure it out um but yeah, and that one was a uh, voluntary also, the layover, because I was uh, traveling for work, and when they, they scheduled it 
my manager told us that we were going to travel for work because he lives in a different state than I do, and so so does a lot of the rest of the team. And we all wanted to fly out to one specific area and uh, just figure out things, whatever. Well, I had a direct flight there, and then I was having the one I scheduled was a direct flight back. Well, we had tickets to a sport event uh, the day I was supposed to get back, and the scheduled flight that he told us the the flight that was I was approved to take back was I would have gotten like an hour uh, or an hour and a half of time in between the beginning of the ideal time that I show up to that sporting event and uh, like and sent from the time that the plane is supposed to arrive. So I just like I'll take this as my manager it'd be cheaper, but it's a connected flight and it just shaved off like an hour or two, but I'd leave earlier. I think the longest well i don't know it depends what you consider i there was one time i was stuck in the atlanta airport for a while um because there were storms and so the flight kept getting pushed back um so i was there for like six or seven hours but then that got pushed back so far that (laughs) my next connecting flight had to be pushed off till the morning so i had to stay the night um so, I don't know. I guess you could consider it my six or seven hours in the Atlanta airport, or you could consider, like, the next 12-some-odd hours, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. The, I, I don't know. I think the, the second you leave the airport, the time, the, like, the, the timer stops. And so, if like you slept in the airport, that, then it absolutely counts. I feel like you're um, only saying that because you were so stubborn that you stayed within the airport for an excessive amount of time rather than going and checking out other areas for your upcoming story that you're about to share. Uh, you don't even know if I'm <laughs> going to share a story. Who knows? Um, no, I like, I think the, I think if you're like, it's the longest con- uh, layover <laughs> by definition of, Brent's Dictionary Incorporated, which you can find in shelves soon. Um, the definition of a layover is the, or your longest layover is the longest continuous time spent in an airport. You didn't even have to like take a flight or you didn't even have to be like coming from a flight for another flight. If you just stayed in the airport for 10 hours, then that is your longest layover. Yeah, I, I, I know I've look up the definition of layover. It's hard for me. Like, th- this is the longest layover I've had since Celio, being old enough to remember how long I was in the airport and not just being a kid and it seeming like a billion years when it was probably just like two or three hours. Mm-hmm. The so. the longest lay. So surprisingly enough, I do have a story. Um, I, oh, I just happened to think of it though. <laughs> uh, it just came to mind. I don't know. Uh, the longest layover I had was about eight and a half hours, and that was coming. That was like coming from Tokyo, uh, or not from. I'm sorry, not from Tokyo. From Taiwan, going to the Hong Kong airport, and then the the next flight was Hong Kong to LAX, and the eight and a half hours in an airport and so i did not leave the airport and the reason i did not is because i didn't speak chinese and i like i was not certain that if i let hey i don't even know if i could have left the airport like made it through customs 
because I did like I didn't have anyone I was seeing or a hotel booked or like a visa or anything. But this this was pre-COVID. But um, and then uh, also like getting back in, like I just I knew absolutely nothing, and so uh, I did not want to leave, and so I sat in on one bench for about four hours playing solitaire um and i was waiting next to the american airlines desk to see if there was like an earlier flight and so i sat four hours waiting for the desk to open and so the desk finally opened uh and so i got up from where i'd been sitting and i went over i was like hey is there another is there another flight uh like an earlier flight and i was like buddy there are there's exactly one american airlines flight that goes from hong kong to the united states and you're on it so go back down and sit for another four hours and i was like yes yes ma'am um so from there i went to i went to the gate change of scenery and sat there and the, like it started out as the gate changed like three times and each time i got up and like moved around but that was within the span of like an hour and there were still three hours to go and i just stopped moving at that point and so the gate changed at least four or five more times yeah. and then like with half an hour left i was like all right i'm gonna go to that to what gate they tell me it is now i feel like at least if i was in that situation i'd be fighting the like subconscious desire to like get excited that me getting up and moving makes it seem like or for the plane makes it seem like the plane's probably gonna show up soon but you still like you said have multiple hours yeah the when you've sat for four hours and you've you've only just reached the halfway mark that it does something to your soul (laughs) (laughs) something you'll never truly get back the it is and it was really interesting to travel internationally. I'd never done it before, but man, I, I do not like unknowns. I really like to know what's going on. And so just in general, that makes travel somewhat like that makes me somewhat against travel, but then international travel where you don't speak the language. Oh my goodness. It's part of it was like the worst thing ever. It was just knowing that if there's a problem, there's literally nothing I can do in my power to solve it. Like if my phone died or something, which not that it's in, it's definitely helpful, but like there's only so much you can do with a translator app and whatnot. Yeah. I like, I saw, I, I don't know what, who said this or something like that, but it was someone poking fun at all the people that all, uh, they aspire to do all this traveling and stuff. It's like, uh, and he or she, whoever it was, was like, "What? why you get so excited about all this travel? Like, what are you going to do? Go to Spain, stay in a hotel, go look at a church or some other architecture, and uh, and then go back to your hotel room? Like, there's not, like, it's nothing crazy. I was like, that's kind of fair. Like, I at least somewhat, like, um, resonate with that mindset. It's just like, yes, traveling's cool and can be exciting, but at the same time, I kind of understand, like, it kind of just wears off that, oh, there's other things in the world. I get that. I've seen a lot of it, and, like, I'm down to go to others, but I'm not necessarily going to go out of my way to plan it, I feel like. I think it's the cool—I will say—so, like, I agree with that partway, but I think it's the coolest feeling ever to see something on TV now and be like, oh, I've been there. Like, specifically, 
anytime something like some Las Vegas scene shows up, it's like I know exactly where this was filmed and I remember being there. Yeah. And uh, th- there's like a couple other places I've been that I I can have uh, like Hawaii there, um, Oahu, like certain places they'll show. And it's like, yeah, I remember being like there. And so, yeah, I, I think that's a, a really cool thing is just to like going from seeing a picture your entire life mm-hmm. to being there, seeing it in person and then going back to that picture and just having a very clear mental image of like, Oh yes, that place. That is pretty I cool. Yeah. Like, like specifically like city scenes, like even like a lot of times I'll say it's New York, uh, but like just being at New York or a lot of times, uh, New York city shots are also filmed in Chicago pretty often, or at least in the early two thousands they were. And I've had that moment a lot where it's like, Oh, I've been to that area that like this street, like I know where they've done the, or they shot this and I'll agree. Like that, that is a pretty cool thing to be able to do. I don't know. I, I felt like when I've been international, um, like, so my layover where I was stuck overnight, I was going to Vienna and I got late. My layover was in Paris, so we just ended up being in Paris for a night. Like overall, it was a pretty like, oh dang, I don't really like this city very much <laughs> in Paris. But then it was I, like, all right, tell us know, why we, Paris is the worst city on earth. Um, I don't know. Just I don't exactly remember. This, I guess it was like five years ago at this point, a little over five years ago. Um, I I remember it being like pretty i want to say like my initial pressure was like this is just a dirty city <laughs> like, oh, wow dang um, you hear that french people you're dirty i have Colin, heard you, oh, you out Mikel I've specifically heard very similar things that like paris specifically is like overhyped more than any well, other place yes so we had a limited time i was with a group and so they're like all right well some of us are going to go to see the Eiffel Tower, and some of us are going to go to see the Louvre. Now, I don't like museums, so I went to the Eiffel Tower, obviously. I feel um, like you have to. So I did that, um, and I'm glad I did, because everyone who went to the Louvre, you know, they, they like museum in general, but obviously the thing they really wanted to see was the Mona Lisa, um, and they all said it was super underwhelming <laughs> and not worth it to like wait to see the Mona Lisa. I was like, yeah, okay, fair. Eiffel Tower, it was like, oh, cool, I've seen this before. And then we're just hanging out, we're eating, and it starts to get dark. And then, like, the like the lights on the Eiffel Tower came on. And that's, like, the moment I remember. I was like, oh, this is super cool and spectacular when the lights came on. So that was, like, a shiny moment. All right, like, pop in general, quiz, what like, was the... Okay, oh, God. Um, the, really quick pop quiz. What yeah. was the Eiffel Tower's original... Or, okay, it was not the original intention, but what was it used for during... Uh, the World War, I think it's one. Um, radio tower, like broadcast? Yep. And it was supposed to be taken down, but they said, no, don't take it down. It's useful for war efforts. And so they left it up. Continue. Yeah. I know <laughs> that because of civilization and the technology tree. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were just going <laughs> to leave it at that. I know that because civilization, idiot. <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, like Vienna was super cool. Like, I, I will agree with Brent. The worst part about being in Vienna was, like, the language barrier. Like, most people there speak German. And, like, the ones who do speak English, it was, like, 
a thick accent. It was like a struggle to understand. Like, wait, how much am I paying for this gelato? Mm-hmm. And then it's mm-hmm. like, I keep having to ask them to repeat themselves. And then finally someone who speaks better English turns around and tells me he wants this much money. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even like a, like, oh, you speak terrible English or any, like, and obviously it's like, I'm coming to your country. Like, thank you yeah. for bothering to learn English. But like, sure. it, it becomes uh, just a problem of it's like, even if they do speak, in, in, speak English, I, the language I don't speak, you're just not a hundred percent sure you're on the same page. Because, like, that would happen in, uh, specifically, I was trying to get, like, a temporary SIM card. And, like, we, they were saying what I was, like, wanted to hear, but I just wasn't 100% certain what they were saying meant what I thought it meant. Right. that, that's a hard thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the other side of it is, like, I just haven't interacted with that many people with thick accents in my life, and so I'm not, like, as used to like making the connections of mm-hmm. different accents and mostly heard you know midwest people or i mean I've, I've interacted with people like all over america but i'm mostly familiar with like american accents um but like to the point about just seeing a church or archaeology and stuff like for one like it was really cool being in a super historic city where all the architecture is like different from anything you've ever seen I didn't really care for, like, seeing the inside. Like, I went to some churches and museums. Um, Side note, my favorite museum I've ever been to, arguably, was in Vienna. And it was the Arms and Armor Museum. And it had, like, all these, like, vintage, like, swords and, like, guns from before they were, like, standard manufactured. Just seeing the weird ideas they had, that there were suits of armor everywhere. Super cool museum. Also, I saw Mozart's violin because it was connected to the music museum. So, (laughs) neat stuff. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like going to see like some of the history stuff like obviously vienna was a big part of you know it, it was a place that the nazis had like a stronghold of so there's a lot of uh you know like holocaust history there to see it like see the memorial and it's like very somber in some of these places um it's something you don't get just like reading about stuff like that yeah i don't know it's just like the culture and how people act and how people travel and how you know yeah. All the different like customs that we're used to just being totally flipped on its head. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was really cool. So I I think international travel is really cool. I will also say there's a lot of really cool things in America that people should see. Um, you don't even have to leave the country to see a ton of really cool stuff. But yeah, international travel's dope. Mm-hmm. What what's everyone like? All right, I've got I've got tickets right now. And it just so happens it's your favorite place. Where did I buy tickets to? Or, like, your number one place you've want to go. You've wanted to go. Like, wait, haven't been. Wait. That... <laughs> I'm confused by the phrase, but what's the, favorite place? what's the place weird. I want to go to the most? Yeah. <sighs> like, where would you be most excited to get up and go to if you were able to right now? Uh, Specifically somewhere you haven't been. I mean... I've got two in mind. Like... Go ahead, though. My lifestyle right now is showing that I'd love to go to Japan, but uh, I don't think... Actually, I, honestly, it's probably the only really place I look forward to checking out at some point in my life at the current moment. Unless, I think... Call oh, me geez, a weeb actually, all you want. I have three, and maybe I'll narrow it down by the time I finish talking about it. But, like, I would say Australia. In no particular order. Australia... Uh, Japan and Italy 
are all places I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, the oh, man, the thing about and, Australia, oh, dude, it's so dang oh, far away, <laughs> dude. Egyptian myth, like, oh my, I would want to go to Egypt too. Okay, like, I did not like most of like Western civilization and stuff like that. Or anytime <laughs> I was learning about ancient history, it was all pretty like, eh, okay, like I don't mind learning about this, but like. Egyptian mythology has always just been like, that's cool. I like this. They were so committed to what they wanted. They just built like a giant lion man that gives riddles. <laughs> that's so cool. They, they follow the their dreams down there in Egypt. Yeah. They, they live the, they, um, they, they bring things to reality. Um, but you know, like, I don't know. I just think, That'd be really cool to see. From a history standpoint, Egypt, like a scenery standpoint, Italy. And then cultural point, Japan. And then Australia just seems bizarre. And I, yeah. I just want to see what it's like. Australia, you go to, it's uh, on, you go on like a walkabout so that you can face nature and die. To, that's how, like, that's how you meet your end. It's <laughs> the, the, the greatest way. See, all those places are really cool. And I would love to go to a lot of those places, but I think if you were to say, like, I've got the the ticket to anywhere right now, I'm going to Antarctica, because, like, that's going to be the hardest place to get outside of the anywhere ticket, and I think that would be a super cool place to see before yeah. it melts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Interesting. The, are, there, are there animals on Antarctica, or are those all North Penguins. Pole? Just penguins? just penguins what just penguins, pe- are no, good penguins are for so you? cool i love penguins <laughs> yeah that's like real, anytime i go to any zoo i make sure i go to the penguin exhibit exactly um, um also i don't i don't remember if the thing the john carpenter's the thing takes place in antarctica or the north pole um i'm pretty sure it's antarctica but i'm not positive i i feel like i haven't seen it but i know of it i think antarctica seems right definitely polar I think that because the like a big thing about destin or just vacation, right? Is you, you go to like secluded places or whatever, right? Name a more secluded place than Antarctica. The moon. All right. Well, uh, crap. I <laughs> I done messed up. So my, I changed my answer. My ticket's taking me to Pluto, and I'm gonna claim it as uh, my my own because there's a secret clause in. Um, the international space agreement that since it's not a planet anymore, whoever sets foot on it first gets to have it. Yeah. And uh, so, wait, how, um, like at current rocket travel speeds, if you could make it like just big enough for a pod of one person in living supplies, how, like how fast does that go? And how long would it take to get to Pluto at like the optimal distance? Like we caught it right well, at the time where you can pretty much, like if you're looking it's at optimized. um yeah an optimized path like the shortest possible path you can get to pluto yeah, yeah well so i can tell you the new horizons satellite which was the like the first satellite to to take a picture of pluto uh also something i did so it reached pluto in 2019 um or actually it was it took pictures in 2017 uh yeah in 2017 because i remember because uh it was like our senior year um mm-hmm. I remember having a conversation before that point. Um, actually, I, oh man, I feel less and less confident talking about this. I'm nearly certain it was 
2017. Um, uh, anyway, it went by Pluto and like took pictures. And that was the first time we ever had photos of Pluto. Like before that, it was like all it is more so like renderings based on like telescopes and whatnot. But like the like the first like high definition or just, like the first good quality photos were taken in like 2017 or something. Hmm. And that thing. All right, someone someone entertain the audience while I read the How? Wikipedia page. Right? <laughs> do, we, do we know any like? Do either of us or any of us know off the top of our head the uh, amount of like? Is it just Mars and the Moon that we've touched? Like, Earth, what do you like, mean by we've touched? Like we I, have, like we have had astronauts land on. I don't. We have not had, had astronauts, astronauts on land on Mars. I don't know anything. Of, I, I don't keep up with this. <laughs> no, it's. I, I, I keep like sending next... in my application and it keeps coming back return to sender and I don't know why. NASA, please accept like my application. The next big goal in ast- astronautics, I guess, uh, is to land a man on Mars. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it just seems that way. I, I, I don't super follow it either, but no, we have not had people up there. Hmm. But we... Our, the rover that was up there it's been it's been there's been running for that must be a lot mean. longer than it was supposed to so. i don't know how many rovers um curiosity and the other one <laughs> yeah Cur- curiosity i think is a famous one where it's like the first one we got up there and it just for some reason lasted a lot longer than anyone expected i get it, pushed more than reasonable <laughs> i get pushed um like google articles all the time of like random things that look like earth items like but found by a picture on mars by the rover so like the other day i got one that's like they found a door on mars and it was just a picture of something that was roughly rectangular and it's like cool (laughs) but wasn't there something a few years ago where they did genuinely find water on mars yeah there's water on mars I can say fairly. I'm, everything I say in this podcast means nothing, but I am <laughs> nearly certain that the, they found water on Mars a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, I feel like it was a thing where like every like they wanted to like they hadn't like in a confirmable way found water on Mars for a long time, and then like within the last few years, that was a thing that yeah. happened. Yeah, 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 confirmed by me. <laughs> yeah, Brent. Um. It. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it was t- like the dates on not none of the dates on this article say 2017. I very I very specifically remember talking about it in 2017 though, and so I'm gonna claim that it was 2017. And so, actually, it might have been 2016. Wait, okay, we're just gonna okay, say you know what? I, I'm going on the search party. You guys, the <laughs> all right, I'll take over. So the the it was launched in 2006 and it was around 2016 so like give or roughly around 10 years for the satellite to go to pluto and it was reported to have traveled at speeds of more than 52,000 miles per hour hmm. and so what's the fastest uh well we'll just say speed of apollo 11 uh New Horizons is the first spacecraft to explore Pluto up close, flying by Pluto and its moons on July 14th, 2015. 
wait what, what was the I don't date? know when it I don't know when it launched July 14th 2015 is when it says it flew by I don't know if I that's when like that. we received the signal or if that's when well it yeah because it takes the yeah okay that's a good point I, maybe so maybe we got the pictures in like 2017 I don't know anyway uh according to the first answer on Quora um 24,000 miles per hour was um speed for or at least one of the speeds for the apollo 11 mission so uh a little bit more than twice as fast this satellite was going which i'm not sure what a human can handle but well we're twice as good as the people who were in the 60s right uh clearly so we can we can handle the speed it got about 7800 miles from pluto on in july of 2015 um so like its main goal was to do a flyby study of pluto and its system its moons and stuff but as a secondary objective to fly by and study um kuiper quipper k-u-i-p-e-r i want to say kuiper kuiper belt objects in the decade to follow. So sometime in the next few years, we're probably going to hear about this satellite again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very interesting. Like the design of these satellites is always so interesting because the design to go on very, very little energy and like it has to, it has to be made in such a way because it's going so fast that like space dust could tear it apart type thing. And so it needs to like, it needs to be resilient, but light and, Satellites are crazy, man. I joined the satellite team at my college. I, mean, I think advanced like engineering team. in general is just wild. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a part of advanced engineering. <laughs> oh, um, I don't buy that. Your support advanced <laughs> engineering is what you do. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's rude. Um, but true. I've got a, it's rude because it's true. Okay, well, then I've got a master's degree, and I think wow. advanced engineering wow. ain't that hard. <laughs> um, anyway. I never claimed it was hard. I just uh, said it's interesting. Good Lord. The, okay. I would love to read more about this satellite uh, Wikipedia article whenever you finish this train of thought. Go ahead. Okay, um, so when we launched it, um, like it, it left Earth's... Um, Earth's atmosphere at like 36,400 miles per hour. Um, and they flew it past, Ju- flew it past Jupiter to like give it a gravity boost, mm-hmm. which increased its speed to, oh, where did it go? Uh, okay. I'll, I'll get back. But they like used Jupiter to like give it a speed boost to like get it to Pluto faster. And then yeah. like, they also tested its capabilities by like Someone having it study Jupiter's atmosphere. Or interstellar. Um, so, in 2016, so this is like a year after it flew past Pluto, it was reported to have traveled at speeds over 52,000 miles an hour. Um, and it finished um, recording data from the Pluto flyby in October of 2016. And then it was maneuvered to the Kuiper Belt objects, Um which it encountered in January of 2019. And oh, I guess in 2018, it confirmed the existence of a hydrogen wall 
quote-unquote, at the outer edges of the solar system that was first detected in, like, 92. But I guess it confirmed it. I don't know what this hydrogen wall is. Now I kind of re- want to read about this, but I don't want to get too deep into space rabbit This ain't hole. a nerd podcast for nerds, Daniel. <laughs> You're right. It's a math podcast yeah. for math people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so that that's all not important. But you know what is important? I got a pair of Heelys <laughs> over. The, Have you been this, practicing? Uh, pra- practicing. I don't need to practice. So, well, so I did. So I got them, <laughs> and uh, I like you. It is indescribable the joy I felt upon opening a box and seeing the the like the the shoes and the wheels because I had so I had a pair. I never had a pair of Heelys because those were too expensive. I had an off-brand pair of I don't even remember what they were called, but they had the the wheel and the the heel like standard, mm-hmm. but they also had a wheel like in the middle of the shoe, and so they had two sets of wheels per shoe, or or I guess a set of wheels per shoe, and um, the so you uh like could basically use them as roller skates but the thing was is if you wanted to just walk you had less than two square inches of uh surface area and so you literally were on the very tips of your toes in order to walk but anyway so i got a legitimate pair of heelys now that i have a big boy job um and i'm spending my money very well thanks for asking um and so i got the i got them so excited put them on went down in the basement because uh it's an unfinished basement and so i was like all right gotta practice i was like this will be no problem i i try and do like one thing i was like i almost died (laughs) the and it took like 10 minutes of me just like like lunging and almost not it's they're really hard to pick back up but it, it, you know the saying it's like a pair of heelys once you once you learn them you never lose it and so like was able to roll around and so then i like i took them out to for uh on saturday and sunday i didn't go out much but just in the parking lot even it was just that it there happened to be a hill going to the car and so i rolled all the way to the car and it's like my face i a smile did not leave my face for the entirety i was wearing them it it is incredible how much joy they bring me heelys are super i also didn't have a pair uh growing up and the only time i've ever gotten to try them was I found this, like, meme website called Creelys, and it was this person who said, I found a way to combine Crocs and Heelys. Oh, good lord. <laughs> and it had instructions on, like, uh, so w- what it was, like, a pair of Heelys, but you, like, took the top part of the Crocs and you glued it on, so he told you, like, what sizes you needed to get depending on the size of Heely to fit the Croc on the top of the Heely, and I... I found a pair of uh, Shrek Crocs and um, I and I got my brother's shoe size. And I got him a pair of Heelys. So I got him a pair of Creelys that we made together <laughs> for either his birthday Modern or Christmas. Modern day meme or current day meme culture is so broken. I, <laughs> I Crocs and Shrek and Heelys. It's you you just made ninety the nineties into a pair of shoes. <laughs> Everything came back full circle. I mean, that's more like mid two thousand. I don't even think Crocs were around until like we were growing up. I, I don't know. That the either. also 
un- unstated remember- uh bonus of um heelys like as older is like i am now six foot with my heelys on because you've got oh a gosh. solid inch and a half of b- like between your heel and the 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 floor and so yeah, next time you uh have the- to fill out a personal information exam make sure you enter your heelys height too well yeah so i'll enter my actual height and then parentheses with heelys on six foot um so so when when you have the wheel in because it's removable right yeah like these ain't no jank heelys are you just stuck with the wheel in until you like stop moving and take the wheel out or can you like pop them in and out of socket well so if you jump and do a classic german greeting of clicking your heels the the wheels will go like swap like suck inside and they'll be like replaced so like if you're going if you can jump click your heels and then like go back down that they'll be in shoe mode and you can do the the reverse the exact same thing to turn them back into heel like heelys mode that's so ball. So, you, but you could also just like get on your toes and click your heels together. No, you have to be in the air and yeah. like moving. Don't listen to Brent. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> so it it comes with a tool, um, <laughs> and uh-huh. you so like there you have the plugs like there like you have these plugs and then the 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 wheels obviously and so the the tool is like it's got a hook on one side and like a like a spatula thing on the other and so you you hook the the uh, wheels sh- out and then you can... yeah that's no. what i was picturing no it's it's like i guess it could be but only if the shoehorn was about half an inch in length and um like yeah anyway um and so like you hook the wheels out and then you can shove the plugs on and then they're in shoe mode i was trying to decide if i should walk around with the like the tool and the plugs and or wheels in my pockets when i'm using the other but then i remembered why would i ever take them out of wheel mode because that's just dumb um so i'm never gonna i'm never taking the wheels out and i was i wondered like how many how because like so obviously it's got like the bearings in it and like bearings wear down over time. Um, I wondered how long they'll last if you can replace, you have to be able to just replace the wheels. But like, honestly, I don't know how Heelys as a company is doing. Cause like I did not purchase these from like Heelys. They were from like from Amazon, but Amazon got them from like Zapdos or whatever the shoe website is. That's just shoe in Spanish. Um, and then, like, presumably, maybe they got them from Heelys, or I don't know if there's only, like, 100,000 pairs of Heelys left in the world, and, like, we're just slowly wearing Dude, them, like, we've been, running out. We've, we've been wasting all this time on Twinkies and Choco Tacos. Yeah, we yeah, should yeah. be buying up the Heelys. I, literally, I, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't know the state of the, the Heelys company. So anyway, um, next time we another thing. Brent, we're going to, like, Home Depot or Walmart, whoever has the best Heelys floor. And oh, absolutely. See what you can do. I genuinely, I was thinking to myself, so I got off work today, and obviously we're recording the podcast, but I before I remembered we were recording the podcast, I was thinking, I was like, when I get off work, what if I just went to Walmart, 
like not intending to buy anything and just went around the store on the Heelys. I was like, that would be a pretty worthwhile thing to do. Um, but like final thought on the Heelys is I've never worn high heels before, but I imagine it's sort of similar to wearing Heelys. And like, like obviously high heels are normally taller than an inch and a half, but the the way you have to walk is very much just on the balls of your feet and you can't really put any weight on your heels while you're walking uh in or try like you're not Which wheeling it, obviously isn't a horrible thing like on a heelys level not a horrible thing high heels i can't imagine being good for you well yeah that's the other thing but, is there's a lot more surface area on a wheel than there is on a high heel yeah like it's probably good for your balance overall, just having to balance or stay on the balls of your feet. Mm, well, and, and it's not just that. Sometimes you have to stay exclusively on the heels. And so mm-hmm. you really get the full spectrum. Um, and yeah, so t- how do you, um, how, how do you personally like to position your feet when you're uh, rolling through town on your heelys? Do you well, put so like you... one directly under you, one in front of you, like one front, one back, like the so both in front and you wave your arms wildly try to keep balance. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i i become a looney tune sketch and yeah <laughs> both heels in front arms flailing wildly as i go which through. you can um, do because you have so much momentum mm-hmm, right exactly uh i've got so i was actually just talking about this um i have right foot in front and like the right foot or the front foot you have like pretty exaggerated as in like uh, there's a lot of the bottom of your shoe showing like forward like it's pretty high up but then your back foot is like almost a little bit behind you but basically directly under you and that one is just barely off the floor and i think that one like that formation gives you the best control because with like the the long leading foot but then also you have a good a bit of stability with the other foot almost directly under you but i tried to like i've been trying to do it with like my left foot forward and my right foot underneath me and can't be done <laughs> like instant death if i try to do that uh like stability skills everything's gone um have you looked into uh learning tricks on this and will this overtake your unicycle training I well I haven't unicycled in so long but um I absolutely want to do I was going I'm I keep meaning to do this but I want to look up like Healy tricks on YouTube and see if there are any there's got to be some don't the only thing is like the the trade-off is like I want them to last and so like I the I the bearing or like so it's a spindle and then you've got the wheel on it and then a set of bearings uh like between the the spindle and the wheel and then the spindle gets lodged into the shoe and then the like basically just friction and gravity is what's keeping that spindle in the shoe like Mm -hmm. there's no like hooks or anything keeping it in um it's just the fact that you are applying pressure onto it is what's keeping it in place and then also it's just a tight fit and so um but i imagine that if you were to like jump a lot on them or something you could pretty easily break them um yeah i i I was thinking while you said this like what tricks could you do i was like could you grind on a rail 
And now yeah. I'm thinking, like, what if we made our own Heelys? One that had design improvements for tricks, like hooking it in and stuff, so that you don't lose your wheels as easily. And two, making kind of the bridge part of the shoe, like between uh, the sole and the ball of your foot, and making it the same material as a skateboard for, like, grinding. <laughs> so That would be so hard. <laughs> It'd be awesome, though. So many, many comments. One... <laughs> Uh, for if you wanted to grind, you would, it's a lot of the doing the grinding with, uh, skateboards is using, uh, I forget what it's called, but you like, you have this, like, it's almost like a bar of soap type of thing. And you like, um, it's like this wax and you put it over whatever you're about to grind on. And even a lot of times people put it on underneath their board. So I think in theory you might be able to do somewhat the bottom of the heelys if you really wanted to like wax that up and then wax up whatever surface you're going to do it on and you might be able to do it for a split second but uh, there are more um like trick uh and like improved for trick uh heely type things and they're like you can wear whatever <laughs> shoes and your feet kind of go kind of go on them and i've seen videos of people doing these tricks of like kind of like throwing one of them uh with their feet and it let it roll independently and they're like balancing on one and they'll do some spins and catch it uh while catching up to the one that they threw and it's like it's pretty impressive but uh i have seen the the things you're talking about but initially when you said uh trick heelys i just imagined you go into the store and it's like now are you going to be casual or are you looking to do this professionally you're looking to do this (laughs) in a skate park or are you trying to stay on the street because well, uh, it's like the same way when you go to buy a bike it's like well are you looking for like mountain biking because we've got oh my goodness heely like boots that with heelys in them but they're like uh, they're like treaded like heel uh wheels and like specifically for for mountain healing oh my goodness there's so much potential here i don't know i don't know Is that the so? company heelys has been slacking but we're moving on because i've got one one more story i wanted to share because okay. originally I had to, I had to, I was trying to decide like, ah, oh, what qualgorithm am I going to do? But now I get to do all of them. So it was uh, mom's birthday on uh, Wednesday. Happy birthday to mom! Shout I out to, to shout out to Brent's mom. I will um, actually verbalize shout out to Brent's mom for her birthday. <laughs> and shout out to Brent's mom. So we, uh, we, uh, my family, we went to Chili's and, uh, there was a wait. And so we were sitting outside at the Chili's, uh, and we were sitting on a bench, like facing the, the highway, but then there's the, the sidewalk that like walks in front and then it goes towards the front of the Chili's. And so, uh, my sister and I, and my mom are sitting on the bench. Uh, other people haven't shown up yet. And so we're staring out, like staring out towards the street and I'm talking with my sister and she said that she recently got uh david a uh plant potter shout out to david um and so i was like oh like what is he gonna plant in it and she was like oh i don't know uh maybe a cactus or a plant and i was like (laughs) and i found that quite funny i was like uh i was like your answer for a planter is a plant and she like didn't understand why i found that funny i was like uh okay uh, what are you gonna what food are you gonna get tonight are you gonna get a hamburger or maybe some food and um 
I, I looked up and this lady, she was staring at me and she looked, she was looking at me like really weird. And I, like, I looked back at her and we, we stared at each other for like a solid 10 seconds. And she had this look on her face, like, like what is happening? And like, I, I was just really confused. And then finally she turned around and walked inside. And I like, I went, I sat back and I was like, what? That was so weird. What? And for, she had like a tattoo. And first thing I was like, wait, did she have a hamburger tattoo? And like, that's why this was weird. And then it hit me. And I realized she thought I was talking to her because I was looking at the, like just towards the street instead of directly at my sister. Cause we were sitting side by side on the bench. And so, from her perspective she's walking by on her way to go to the chilies and some guy from a bench calls to her hey what food are you gonna eat maybe a hamburger or some food oh i see <laughs> so i i foresaw that story going completely differently i thought you were gonna like 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 make me second guess my entire world by trying to tell me that cactuses aren't considered plants or something like that there's, there's no way i guess that's how it found, sound like you were setting it up for but that's funny but still at fir first i thought you were going to use it to like make fun of your sister and it, like little beats spirit. i was like no brett's not about that and then i kind of went the same direction as Lindsay. and then i thought there was going to be a discussion about the food but then it just turns out you were catcalling some lady about <laughs> in the weirdest way you could have. <laughs> I, so the the continuation to the story is I felt really bad about it. And I was like, man, I feel like I need to go and explain what happened. And so we went in the restaurant and the, they sit us down. And I was like, I wonder where the lady is. And I like start looking around the restaurant. And it's like we're sitting in the booth. And there, so there's like booth and then like a dividing wall and then another set of booths. I look across the dividing wall and there she is like sitting directly across the dividing wall from me and i was like nope can't do it can't can't explain what happened and then have her sit next to me for the entire social meal. anxiety spike <laughs> yeah so uh um, if if you if uh miscellaneous lady if you happen to be listening i was talking to my sister um i was not wondering what you were going to have for dinner but uh i hope you had a good dinner and, and maybe some food. And thank I you hope for that... listening this far without knowing <laughs> yeah. that this was yeah. the person. And I hope I, that... we just have such a global reach, you know. But... I hope Brent was right in his uh, uh, prophecy that you're going to eat either a hamburger or food. <laughs> but it like, unfortunately, the store the if you could just see her face, it was the. It was just the best reaction ever. It was, it was just utterly perplexed at like. Why are you asking? Well, like, why'd you stop me to ask me what I was going to eat as I was walking inside? Yeah, it was, it was. Oh my goodness, I cracked up for a solid two minutes. Like, I could not do anything but laugh. It was the funniest. Yeah. Thing. Um, I have Pretty one more chills. thing that I would love to bring up. Um, carbon copy I of learned... the carbon copy. <laughs> no, uh, something different. Um, so I saw this video of someone making a tri-witch today, and that's where you use three pieces of bread to make a sandwich in the formation of, so instead of like two pieces of bread being parallel to each other, you have three slices of bread. Um, each slice of bread is half of it is parallel to another slice of bread. So it makes kind of like this triangle looking thing. And I thought it was just the goofiest thing ever. 
and I thought I'd share that because okay. that is a masterpiece. So, so like, you, you okay, have one piece I'm, of bread as the base, and the other two are kind of tented over it, and everything's in the middle of that. So it's like a burrito. No, it's not necessarily a tent. Like they, they're like all the slices of bread, the centers of each slice of bread are brought to the middle. So it's like it, ha- it's oh, oh. more of a shit that has three different arms, and those three arms are formed by um, two different slices of bread being parallel to each other. Okay, and then you just kind of squish the different the ends yeah. together okay yeah that kind of makes it see i i was picturing when you first said three bread sandwich i was like oh like a big mac or like how i used to make mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly before football practice mm-hmm. um but no that's interesting i i feel like that defeats the purpose of sandwich which is to like keep your hands from getting messy the purpose well, of sandwich. So, so much of this stuff is like exposed to where you would be holding the sandwich the earl you know? of sandwich is rolling over in his grave right now at the thought of the try sandwich <laughs> well, the yeah, next so thing, what, what the, you said the for way the listeners if you want to visualize it uh just look up try which sandwich and for you two i'm posting it in our discord now oh. all right that um, okay the i feel like there's a better way you could like i'm trying to think of a good way to describe this because this is not what i pictured so it's okay it's that, hard to describe i'm just like what is that shape? So what's something that that is kind is of, that shape? I, so i was picturing the inverse of that so what it is yeah, yeah. It's Ooh, exactly okay as you described it the middles of the pieces of bread meet at the middle and then it's like the a three point star i've got i've got a better yeah. d- description but anyway. the meat is in the middle of that and like the meat is in between the pieces of bread i was picturing the meat like the bread touching each other and the meat being on the outside of the bread. <laughs> okay, imagine a paddle boat, right? And the propeller of the paddle boat, normally it has like 16 paddles or something and it's underneath and it's like spinning on the axes. Uh, that is like the axes it is spinning in is perpendicular. Like there are, <laughs> okay, maybe You're this doing is such a the best way. Uh, um, you know so if they, if if they can't visualize podcast, it, I already gave them a way right. to... To look it up. Uh, no, no, no. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Oh, It'll oh, get better. Um, so um, I, I, I know you know what a propeller of a paddle boat looks like. Now imagine if that paddle uh, boat propeller only had three wings, and they were so they were evenly spaced, right? And so there's 120 degrees between each uh, each wing, and that is the meat. And then stick a piece of bread such that it's covering each of those two sides. And so, yeah, it's basic. So, all right, imagine an arc. You right? did so, so bad. You drew it a so poor. And there's 120 worse. degrees between each of the of the lines. There are three lines in the circle. 120 degrees between each of them. That's the meat. And then you took a piece of bread, and inside the arc within that is um like the pie slice that is made by each of those line segments you you've li- line a piece of bread across that and now you know exactly what it looks like okay there like <laughs> there are like, this is such a deep dive of the internet that like the other images that it suggests are wild like there's like entire ham cut in half and bread just two slices of bread just inside of it there's like the quad witch and uh there's like the infinite bread that it's like a ring of bread uh with a smaller ring of bread in the in the middle of it with uh this is just like an animation it's not actual but it's a and then there's like uh 
some kind of other probably meat or lettuce uh, in between those two rings. So there's countless ways to make sandwiches. And you probably thought coming into this episode, there was only one way. So now, you know, Um, I think some people use it to like the different parts of it are different types of sandwiches. So it's not all the same thing within it. So one would be a PB and J another side would be whatever and whatever. And other side would be whatever and whatever. I love a whatever sandwich. The the biggest problem I have with the way you guys explain the shape is uh, this is a math podcast. So I, I feel like we should explain it in math terms. So if you take an equilateral triangle and you draw the lines to find the centroid, all right, and then turn those lines into meat, and then you put bread on the outsides of that meat, and then that's a sandwich. See, I was doing that, but with a circle. Yeah, mine was cooler. Uh, but the way I originally pictured it, when Lindsay said, <laughs> when Lindsay said, but the way the third piece of bread is formulated, because originally I was picturing like a Big Mac, um, then I was like, wait a minute, is it shaped like an eye? So you have a piece of bread like either a full piece or a half piece of bread vertical between the two and then you can split your <laughs> it's sandwich an into two different sandwiches. It's an I-beam, but you each half is a different kind of sandwich. And so you just split it with a piece of bread. That honestly, oh, I think that's the future. <laughs> like what, what if you're what, craving so two what sandwiches, you, but you're not hungry for two sandwiches. So what's your normal I-beam sandwich that you get? Um, <laughs> I like to go, you know, just a classic salami provolone on one side. And then uh, turkey jelly on the other. I think we need to make like a wee bombastic few like sandwich chain now, and like <laughs> you have the options for these to be made for you. We'll ship them in like an envelope, just in a sandwich bag <laughs> and an <Well>, ice pack. <laughs> unfortunately, for for uh, monetary reasons, we had to use the the USPS flat rate things, and so it might get a little smushed. But <laughs> otherwise, in perfect condition. Each episode will come up with a new sandwich design, and so <laughs> because that way. because we're not FDA approved, you will need to sign an online waiver before. We yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. And uh, you do have to have like legally, you do have to have a will uh, for next of kin set up before you partake in the yeah. sandwich. <laughs> before that was just even something our lawyers had us uh, had us yeah. made. Um, okay, I. I don't actually remember if we've done this or not, but uh, we're getting close to the end. And what's a podcast without hypothetical? So uber quick hypothetical. Would you hibernate for one year for a two years paycheck salary? Uh, Excuse me. I would like to finish the intro before we do the hypothetical. (laughs) Uh, Today's segments are uh, Qualgorithm and hypothetical because what's a podcast without a hypothetical? Today's bombastic word, <laughs> snickersnee. Okay, we'll, we'll is, save a lot of this episode's material for another episode. I, uh, I've already said the bombastic word. Yeah, we this, didn't get a chance the bombastic to use it, word's though. gone. It's not too late. It's All right, so it's an archaic noun for a knife for cutting or thrusting. So, like, picture if you're mugging someone with a knife, something like that. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, cutting up a piece of meat. Yeah, you're um, unfortunately a tri sandwich, or fortunately a tri sandwich requires no snickersnee. And a snickersnee can also refer to a fight with knives. So don't bring a snickersnee to a gunfight. Don't bring a snickersnee to, to a bring a, a snickersnee to a snickersnee. Don't expect a snickersnee from a gunfight. There it is. All right, Hi- hibernate for one year for uh, two years paycheck. Uh, yes. Yes. Sure, why not? <laughs> sure, why not? Of course. 
What's the downside here? You miss a year of your life. Yeah, but you wake up feeling the most energized and like rejuvenated that you. I don't know had. what what happens if it's like one of those uh, too long a nap things where you feel worse than when you. Then, you, went. you know what? Can you imagine how uh, disappointing that would be? Is this unlimited offer kind of deal? Like, can I just do this twenty times in a row? Have you enough w- money to retire? You do or, age, like, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Okay, but if I okay, say I do this thirty times, I'm in my mid fifties and I've made sixty years worth of salary. Yeah, not, I wa- not a bad place to be. I'm not sure if this uh, scales for inflation. I didn't. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll say it does. Sure. Uh, so what? Oh my goodness! All right, all right, no, 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 no. So a part of the yes, you're it hibernates. You're just sleeping. Um. So part of this though, so like Daniel, you're doing this for thirty years. You you have the option to say like I want to put it into X stock. Are you good? Are you just gonna take take the straight cash? Or are you gonna say like no? I think this company will still be around in thirty years. Well, so here's the thing. I just have to like pay rent wherever I'm staying for a year. No, they're taking and, care of that. Uh, and oh, they're taking care of that. So like I have zero expenses. Yeah. So I I'll just say like save 25% invest the rest it's all or in, nothing into like mutual funds all or nothing can't do a mutual fund it has to be you have to put literally everything oh, into a single I have to company put everything into a single stock um, i'm going to put everything on uh we bombastic few stock. Uh, I'm sure the podcast <laughs> will find a way to succeed the, without me. Uh, yeah, the IPO uh, we're looking at an IPO of about $1000 per share with a market cap of about 2 trillion. And when it tanks a week after, and we never release another podcast episode, and then you hear reports about how much money we have and how yeah, we, we we're living, we, it's not because we scammed you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, also, invest in the We Bombastic Few coin. Uh, <laughs> Dude, we should. Um, what, there's this sub website where it's like, you know, kind of like crypto, but it like is done in a different way. Rally, but so like people can just like make their own like crypto name it after themselves and then it's just very arbitrary like any crypto but we I we mean should, we, we could should make, make we bomb- crypto bomb- bombastic coin and then it like doesn't doesn't like have environmental Man, have you guys been following the bombastic crypto? coin did you see what it did last week i i'm it, literally it, it about shot to be up a hundred million percent yeah it's you want to get in now while it's still under a cent yeah it, it's still not <laughs> you still can't cash out because they don't make anything less than a penny but it did shoot up a million percent so well absolute insanity. i believe so, wait wait i didn't get to say i'll uh hibernate for a year for two years paycheck i will i maybe once i don't know Eh, no screw that i'm not i don't need money see how i feel about money (laughs) i'll give you give you all mine right now if you ask i don't want it anymore if i if i lose being you know 23 like i don't think that's the worst thing in the world like or alternatively like i could wait and do it later right or is this right now i gotta choose is right 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 now and, and i got i got a I waiver it, i never get the chance again yeah they 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 put a tri uh, a tri sandwich in front of you and said if you eat this you'll sleep for uh uh a year but we'll give you uh two times salary dang yeah i mean you know i'd probably do it once at least time's too valuable 
Although, and also, like, what happens when you eat it, and then you wake up, and it's like Walking Dead zombie apocalypse. And you're like, well, crap. Uh, that, uh, that you probably survived by eating that sandwich. So that, now... Well, yeah, you, that, is, that is the only reason you survive, but now you got to figure out how the zombie apocalypse happens. you got to find your, <laughs> your wife and kids. The cure is within a try sandwich. Easy it, as It's that. like... Well, okay, I guess this is more precisely like the plot of Walking Dead, but I was going to compare it to the plot of Futurama, where he's in a cryogenic chamber for a thousand years on accident. Um, and, you know, it just shows things happening in the background, like, all the entire like city behind him like burning down getting taken over by aliens all these different things happen pyramids rebuild, people whatever. people in snicker sneeze left and right yeah. all, all over the place no. but yeah no that was that was a bad analogy when there was literally just the walking dead right there uh Lindsay, mm. what do you what do you think about did wait did you say if you would do it yeah i did say if i, I said i would do it for sure okay um well then, in that case, I, I I believe we have a sponsor, and then we can uh, kind of close this out. Also, Blockbuster probably would get a lot of money from that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> on. right? Because sure. so many people are hibernating that there's not enough sustainable use for streaming services, so we have to go to Honestly, a more, like, permanent form of media. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, dang, Blockbuster actually would come back. <laughs> okay. Uh, but... Well. This week's sponsor is Blank Posters. The problem with modern-day posters are that they are designed ahead of time with little to no customization. I have ordered one before, and by the time it arrived, my excitement had decimated. With Blank Posters, you can either imagine whatever you want on it, or you could even design it yourself and erase it and redesign the poster later to whatever you're feeling then. Use code WEBLANKFEW at checkout for blank percent off your order. Did you guys check it, out your uh, blank posters yet? Uh, yeah, it came out great. You know, I expected it to be scuffed, at, which was going to affect how I would customize it. But, you know, it came in perfectly blank, exactly what I'm looking for. And honestly, I didn't even want to tarnish that. I hung it up as is, and, you know, maybe I'll add to it later, but I really love what the blank poster has added to the overall vibe of my room. Uh, no more blank space on my wall. Unfortunately, know? they sent me, the email they sent me was blank, and so I did send it to spam, and I did not get a chance to recover that before the 30 days, uh, and it deleted, so. Mm. I'll reach Rookie out mistake. to our contact and get you one for sure. Well, that ends our black hole of an episode this uh week uh hope you enjoy the little qualgorithm impromptu qualgorithm uh chat session whatever you want to call it but um it was fun time flew by was it our best episode probably uh but we say that (laughs) we talked about heelys and twinkies uh it was brent's favorite and math um be sure if to you don't check like... us out on all of our social media platforms and uh, say something funny. Try to make us laugh uh, or try to make us cry, whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> Twitter be popping off. I don't think uh, the manager tweeted out the release of uh, the episode that came out yesterday for us today, but uh, for the 14th of August. I don't think the manager pulled through that time. Uh, he sends his condolences. He's so sorry. Uh but uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? 
it's okay frederick will forgive you and if you if you're not here for twinkies uh healy's satellites and matthews then what are you doing here you're at the wrong podcast yeah uh, Hi- and hypotheticalese also will smith come to the podcast what a thrower gosh it's not the, i i will smith knows me better than that <laughs> we he, he knows we're cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, we, we 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 yeah we will smith i call him will because you know we're yeah, yeah like that uh <laughs> back when we were in bel-air you know we we would heal around together is that the uh, for, is that the verb for healy uh, the, there, at least it's the cool said, way yeah something like that i actually knew him from uh west philadelphia mm. uh but you know you know me old philly boy um yeah my final thoughts um all i can really think about when we were talking about twinkies was this bit this recurring bit that weird owl had for a while i don't know if he still does it but it was the twinkie wiener sandwich which was you take a twinkie you cut it open you put a hot dog on it and you put cheese whiz on it like mustard (laughs) first time i saw him do this bit was in uhf which is a movie he made like in the early 90s or something um and it doesn't look or sound appealing but i do want to try it so i don't think i ever want a twinkie again <laughs> just that having pictured that i appreciate that final thought from you daniel <laughs> what a great uh, way sure. to end well it. yeah on that fantastic lovely uh picture of a note uh everyone be sure to have a bombastic week We'll catch you next time.